0: You are Locked On Cardinals, your daily St. Louis Cardinals podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Cardinals podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. My name is Lucas Smith. Today is Tuesday, December the 15th of 2020, moving right along. Here in the month of December, I am the St. Louis Cardinals mega fan Lucas Smith. Thanks for tuning in today, ladies and gentlemen, and once again, every day you tune in, I greatly, greatly appreciate it. Uh, sorry for the re- late release a little bit today. It is finals week, and I do. Um, I am a student at Mizzou. For those of you who don't know, so, um, so I had to get some finals things taken care of this morning, but we are still recording, and um, yeah. so today we'll be talking about you know a bit of a concern really. Are the Cardinals moving too slow in terms of the offseason? Well, Zaylock was commented recently as saying, um, you know, December is going to be the new January. Or ja- January is the new December, rather, um, was where it's going to be a little bit of a slower market. But we've still seen teams make moves, especially in the winter meetings. And so I'm just kind of here to ask the question and kind of talk about are the Cardinals moving too slowly. And, you know, I talked about their priorities are to bring Wainwright and Molina back. But is that too high on their priority list? Um, is a question that I'm asking today. So thanks for tuning in today. Let's let let's go ahead and get right into it. It is December fifteenth. Like I said, halfway through the month of December. You know, give or take a couple hours. <laughs> um, but you know, you look at teams like the White Sox who have made a couple moves. The Royals have made some moves. Uh, you know, just teams around the league are making moves. Um, you know, it's not necessarily the NBA free agent frenzy or anything like that. But you still have moves being made. And when you look at the Cardinals' transactions list. In the month of November they made three moves this is according to cardinals.com or MLB, mlb.com/cardinals if you want to get technical. They made three moves in the month of November. On the 14th they signed catcher Tyler uh, Heineman to a minor league contract with a minor, with major league invite. On the 18th they selected the contract of Ivan Herrera to put him on the 40 man. And on the 19th they selected the contract of uh, Encho Rondón, or Rondón, excuse me, to put him on the 40 man as well. And then in the month of December they made two moves. And that was non Tender, Ron Ravello, and John Brebbia. I think Brebbia has a chance of coming back. They might want to just give him a little bit more time. Um, but that's it. In a mo- month and a half, anyway, since the start of November, they've made five moves. Th- two, well, really only one of them adding anybody to the roster in Heidemann. And they lost two. in Brebbia and Rondon. Or, I'm sorry, uh, Brebbia and Ravello. And, you know, you, you know, I mean, you have teams, like I said, making moves. And then you have to ask the question, are the people making moves really affecting the Cardinals' stance? Well, yeah. I think if the you know I think the Cardinals were linked, they, they were reported to be linked to James McCann, so that's a move that they missed out on. They were linked to David Dahl, or they had expressed interest in signing him. They were thinking about Hunter Renfro as well, and both all three of those guys are now off the market. So I know that it's, you know, according to John Mose, like I know it is, it's a slow market. Um, But at the same time, you still just can't be stagnant. This is a team, I've talked about this a lot on my show, and a lot of you guys seem to agree with this point, that the Cardinals need to improve offensively. Some of you think they need to get rid of Molina to do that. Some of you think they need to give Bader more time to do that. Wherever you think the Cardinals need to make improvements, there's no denying that the Cardinals need to make improvements offensively. And... It, there comes a time when you have to wonder how much of this can happen internally. Because some of these guys have had the opportunity for two or three years. 2020 may be in their first time with full playing time when you look at somebody like a Tyler O'Neill, But still, it's getting to be that time where the internal options are only giving you so much production. And if the Cardinals are just going to sit around and wait and do nothing this offseason, which as of right now, that seems to be what their plan is doing, then that's a big concern for me for 2021. Because David Dahl signed a one-year, three million dollar contract, three million dollars to get probably one of the top, um, one of the top non-tendered free agent signings out there. High upside. Had Ryan Latica on the show last week uh, talking about him, so really high upside on him, and he's gone for a year, three million dollars. Hunter Renfro signed a deal with, with the Red Sox. Now Renfro, I'm, I'm not saying I didn't, you know, I didn't do a whole show on Renfro because I wasn't super high on Renfro, but he was still an option that was being floated around. Now, is it time to push the panic button and just put the goat berserk? No, I understand the Cardinals have a lot of options still. Peterson's still out there. Schwarber, Rosario, You know, if, if you want to dream a little bit, you got Springer, Ozuna, Real Muto. All these guys are still out there. I get it, but we've seen this happen in the past. Yes, the Cardinals made a trade for Marcelo Ozuna three years ago. I thought that was a good move. I think Marcelo Ozuna served his purpose. I would have rather him come back than he left, but I thought that, that was a big move for St. Louis at the time. I guess Maybe that, that was two years ago, my fault. And then last year, the Cardinals trade for Paul Goldschmidt. I'm sorry, two years ago. Cardinals trade for ahead of the... Jeez, getting my all my years mixed up, excuse me. Following the 2017 season, Cardinals trade for Ozuna. Following 2018 season, Cardinals trade for Paul Goldschmidt. Two good moves, especially the Goldschmidt. I think the Goldschmidt move got a little bit more positivity because, you know, I think Paul Goldschmidt is a little bit higher caliber of a player overall, and especially at the time of the trade. And those are great moves, but, I mean, there you know, Mosella kind of complained about fans saying what's next and always asking what's more, but we, the fans do have to ask for what's next because this baseball game is ever-evolving. The business is ever-changing. Time moves on. Things pass. You can't just make one move and expect a fan base to be happy for four, five, six years. That's not how championships are won. That's not how they. That's not how the Cardinals have won championships. I, you know, I've been on Locked On MLB a lot, talking with Sully and how um, the Cardinals seem to produce talent years in and years out, and always have that one guy. You know, it was, it was Albert for a while, then Holiday, Beltran, Molina for a couple years there. Now it it seems to be Paul Goldschmidt is the guy who who they seem to think is is the guy, but you know the market is moving slow slowly. I get that. I will acknowledge that, but that doesn't mean the Cardinals that that's not an excuse for Mizek and company not to make any moves. Cardinals need to start getting busy here because the twenty twenty season is 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 past. You can't you know just flaunt that um, that that success of a postseason team anymore. Now it's time to go out and make some moves, and I've talked about it ex- extensively on this show. It seems like since the Cardinals were eliminated, of what those moves could possibly be, they need to start making them. And you know, I think a, a big part of this of why they're not making the moves really is because of their priority of Adam Wainwright and Yadier Molina being brought back. And you know, I, I haven't really commented on whether or not I like that priority or not, but today I am, and I'm going to give what I think they should sign for. And I, I mean, I understand wanting them back as a priority. I really, I, I really do. I love Wainwright. I love Yachty, even though I talked about how Yachty shouldn't get what he wants in terms of a contract. I love both of them. I would love to see them back. I, I, I really would. I'm being honest. But if we're being, if we're, if we're being even more honest, that cannot be the number one priority this offseason. I said the moment that they, that, they, that they let Colton Wong go, if all they do now is sign Molina and Wainwright back with that money then that's a bad move on letting Wong go. They've got to start making moves, and in my opinion, it's got to start coming fast. So, We'll take a quick break to hear a couple words from our amazing sponsors for this show. uh, Tell you how you can support the show by supporting our sponsors, and then I'll come back with a discussion on Adam Wainwright and Yadri Molina coming up in just a moment. So be sure to tune back in tomorrow, Um, taking a little bit more look at why Andrew Kisner is not such a bad option. I know I've talked about how, you know, the Cardinals might want to think about if, if he's the right option, if, you know, just because of the the major league results aren't there, but he has put up really good results in the minor league level with with consistent playing time. And I really think that, you know, consistent playing time is important when you are looking at, um, you know, major league talent and if they're right or not, but, um, let, 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 let's look at the contract. Cause God, Molina signed a three year contract for $60 million following 2017 for after 2017 season. So he made, this is all according to, to spot track, um, from his age, 35 to 37 seasons in 18, 19 and 20, he made $20 million, $20 million. That's fine. I was okay with the contract at the time it was what it was. And Wayne Knight last year had a one year base salary of 5 million incentives of $1.1 $1. $1 million. Um, and I think he ended up making over just over six. Those those are fine contracts, you know. This Adam Maynard is a guy who, just you know, five years ago, back in two thousand and fifteen, was making upwards of nineteen million dollars. And you know, nineteen and a half was was his top salary for, from fourteen to seventeen, fourteen to eighteen, rather. So you know, these are guys that have storied paths, and I think I don't think anybody's just disputing that. Even the guys, people who are saying. That, you know, that Cardinals shouldn't sign Molina. I don't think anybody's disputing their storied past and I'm not either. So l- 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 let's talk about the priorities right now for Mosealoc and company. Priority number one has to be the offense. There just can't be any other way around it. I know there are some people saying, oh, they need to get another starting pitcher. No, they have tremendous amounts of depth at the starting position starting pitching position, and really the whole pitching rotation from Jack Flaherty all the way down to Gallegos in the back end of the bullpen. I have little to no concerns about pitching. If their rotation or if their their pitching, starters, bullpen, all of it, looks the same starting day 2021 as it does right now, that's not a huge loss for me. You know, of all the times I say the Cardinals bet too much on their guys, I love when they bet on their pitching. I think that they develop great pitchers, and I love what Mike Maddox does. You know, coaching doesn't do everything, but I love Mike Maddox, and I think he's done a great job with these guys. So I'll take our pitchers any day of the week. That's fine. I have no problem with that. Hitting seems to be something a little bit different, though. They just can't seem to get the right evaluation for a lot of these guys because they're just not producing at the major league level yet. So maybe they, they need a new hitting coach. Maybe they need some, some more time. Whatever it might be, they, they just need something. I know that. So for me, the priority, without a doubt, has to be offense. And when you're looking at where, where you can improve, you know, you're know you going to slot Goldschmidt in at first, DeYoung at shortstop. To me, right now, those are the only two that I'm comfortable saying, okay, you're going to start there, opening day 2021. Yes, Edmund's going to start. Carpenter's probably going to start, depending on who they add. Carlson is going to start. I don't know where yet, though. Fowlers, I think, probably will start, but it's a question mark. Bader, depends on who they get. But Goldschmidt and DeYoung, they've got their spots in the lineup on the field. They've got it, period. End of story. Everywhere else is a question. If the Cardinals add a second baseman, you move Edmund to third. If there's a DH, Carpenter goes there. If you want to trust Bader in center field, Carlson goes to left. If you don't want to trust Bader in center, maybe you move Bader over, Carlson will start somewhere. But you can pretty much, pending injury, knock on wood, you can pencil in DeYoung at short, Goldschmidt at first. Everywhere else, you can make an argument for some sort of question mark. Somewhere. You really can And for me, for my money, I want a corner outfielder. I've made that abundantly clear. The Cardinals have been linked to, you know, they're really the only guy that they've been linked to so far, Lindor a little bit, and James McCann. They're not getting Lindor, and McCann's gone. You know, there are a lot of talk in, in the agents, or in the, you know, in the baseball news business that the Cardinals have, are good fits for these guys. Schwarber, Rosario, Dahl, who's now gone, but even Hunter Renfro, who's now gone, but, you know, nothing specifically being talked about. Peterson as well. But I just, the for for my money, the outfield needs to be improved. So for me, you, you know, you have to judge whether or not you want Fowler starting. Maybe he's more of a bench player, but I, I thought that he was very impressive where he went down with his injury or uh, sickness, medication, whatever it was. I thought, you know, I, I'm okay with giving Fowler the shot in right field for one more year. I am. I, th- I think I, I have to see a little bit more from Bader in terms of if I'm going to give him the starting job 100% in center, maybe move him to left to keep Carlson in center. You judge the defense there. I don't know. But the priority needs to be the offense. And right now, the priority seems to be 100% on bringing back Wainwright and Molina. And that's a fine priority. For me, it can't be a priority number one. As much as I love Yachty, as much as I love Waino, this team has bigger holes to fix. This team needs an outfield bat. Someone in the outfield is going to have to take a seat and that's up. That's a discussion for another, for another show. But somebody in that outfield is going to have to take a seat, in my opinion, because they haven't produced well enough to earn that spot. And the Cardinals need to go out and sign, sign a proven bat. I think for Yadier Molina and Adam Wainwright to be number one on the priority list is focusing a little bit too much on just bringing them back because they're lifetime Cardinals. And I'm not saying that. You know, it, it, it's just difficult. Because yes, I want Wainwright back. Yes, I want Molina back. Of course. But you still, like I've been talking about, you still have to be realistic and look at the product on the field and decide should they be that high on your priority list. And don't call me a fake fan. Don't call me any of that. I love Wayne. I love Melina. I love the Cardinals. I want Melina Wayne to be lifetime Cardinals. But they just can't be that high on the priority list this offseason. They just can't. Cardinals have way too many problems. So, you know, when, when you're looking at what kind of contract the Cardinals need to sign them to, I would say Wainwright. I think Wainwright is a little bit more realistic to taking a pay cut. I think both of them will need to take a pay cut, regardless. Obviously, like I talked about, but I wouldn't go much more than seven. You know, I, no, I wouldn't go more than seven million dollars on Molina annually. I really wouldn't. I prefer to sit more towards five or six to bring him back for one year. Um, so, if, if oh, I'm going to go two routes here, first off, my prediction: I think Yadi to gets to two years, twenty million. I don't think he should. I just got a feeling the Cardinals are going to cave and give Yadi what he wants. What I would offer Yadi one year six million. he Wants to go up to seven, we'll go up to seven. But I don't. I I would like to sign him for one year for six, and then Waynard I think is a lot more content on one year. So I think he'll sign one year four million. I you know one year three or four with. I think both of them should get incentive based salaries. I think that that would drive them to play a little bit better. But um, that that's what I got today. So let me know what you think. Subscribe to the show. Um, and be sure to, to tune in tomorrow when I'm talking about Andrew Kisner, giving a little more detailed look and kind of telling you why I'm leaning more towards being okay uh, with Kisner if Yaya were to leave. But uh, before I do let you go, I want to let you know to tune in to the Locked on NBA. Locked on NBA podcast is getting you ready for the start of the regular season, which is here before you know it. With a special week of team preview podcasts all this week. Plus waiver wire editions from Locked On Fantasy Basketball and Rookies to Watch from draft guru Chad Ford. Are we tuning into the preview of Locked On Bulls? Tuned in yesterday. Great stuff. Um, so be sure to tune in there. But that's all I got for the show today. Um, thanks for listening, ladies and gentlemen. I will talk to you guys tomorrow. Until then, stay safe, stay well, and have a great day.